Hey baby girl, you know what it is. You listen to the Club Kayfabe Podcast. This is Roman Reigns, and you're about to get Everybody, welcome to episode 122 of the Club K Fave. 22! That's right. And back again after two weeks, it's me, Pat McDermott, joined alongside by unlistenable Dan Peck. You got red on you. And Chris O'Mealy. Heal Chris O'Mealy with sunglasses. Oh, man, I can't even stand the sound of your voice. <laughs> God, I, I have a feeling that's going to be a theme this episode. Uh, that quote from Dan came from this week's Talk and Talkies, which of course was Shaun of the Dead, because it's Halloween season, guys. It's, it's time for our season. super spooky Halloweeny fun times, and we got one of our hosts back, and it's Pat McDermott. Oh no, that's going to be the new meme. <laughs> Hey, if it's spooky season time, does that mean we get to do spooky fingers like Scott Hall? Ooh, we're all doing them right now, actually. You can yeah. do this at home with us. This is an interactive segment. Everybody do spooky fingers. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, God. And now I'm too sweeting, everybody. Too sweet. Too sweet. The show is so interactive. <laughs> all right. So this was- I think... I think some wrestling happened this week. Oh, did it? Shot! There was an NXT takeover, y'all! Yeah. So I want to talk about uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly, which is the segment that you guys all seem to enjoy the best. So we're going to keep that rolling. Well, not the segment they enjoy the best. Oh, yeah. The opening segment they enjoy, they've enjoyed the best. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess that's Over true. our two-and-a-half-year history. Yes. Thanks, guys. All right, so... Something good that happened this week. We got a pretty cool MSG special over the weekend. It was wow. pretty cool. It was cool because it was exactly what it, what I expected it to be, a televised house show. It was solid matches. But Yeah, but was it a little bit more special than your regular house show? A little bit. Maybe a little bit because it had Brock Lesnar. And we all know Brock Lesnar does not work house shows. Um, Only when it's part of the Go Fuck Yourself Tour. (laughs) Which was a Club (laughs) K-Fabe News headline. Brock Lesnar upset that they didn't go with his original name, the Go Fuck Yourself Tour. Man, I didn't even see that report on the dryer sheets. That's that's way down there in the news. You had to scrape the bottom of the barrel. It was all the way at the bottom of the damn barrel, son. I said was, the damn barrel. Was it at the bottom of the hamper? It was underneath a line. You know which line? Which line? The laundry line. <laughs> oh, middle fingers everywhere. Whoa, Stone. he's tossing for breeze. This is crazy. Stone now, Fold's got his voice back, too. I'm Stone Fold. Uh, since, you know, your usual laundry lines are, you know, bit taller than your usual person, but you're taller than the usual person. How high up are those things? What? I said, how high up are those things? What? 
three oh. feet and 16 inches. Oh, I'm sorry. That's, those are way lower than usual. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. They're just really damn high. God. Anyway. What's uh, really MS- high? The laundry line! Because Stonefold said so! <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> you just made breaking glass sounds. It sounded more like the water starting to the turn. Water the water starting washer. to fall into the washing machine from the hose. <laughs> from the hose, Splash. yes. So MSG show. Oh yeah, it was good. Um, solid. Nothing overly special, but nothing bad. No one lost their title. Of course. Alright, so that was something good that happened this week. Now let's talk about... The Big Show match. <laughs> let's also talk oh, about yeah. some something good. I want to talk about... This Sasha Bailey 30-minute Iron Man match from the NXT TakeOver Respect show on Wednesday. This was unquestionably one of the best women's matches that I have ever seen. And in the grand scheme of really good women's matches, I I think of that Trish Lita that main evented Raw, and I think of Trish Mickey James from WrestleMania 22. And I would put this right with I think of Cheerleader Melissa versus Mischief from Shimmer Volume 1. Ah, uh, yes. And Sarah Del Rey versus Mercedes Martinez, also from Shimmer Volume 1. Well, I haven't seen Shimmer Volume 1, so I can't judge that. But I, think, I am uh, not doubting it. Do you think this outdid the first match? Or do you think it was just a whole different aspect because it was an Iron Woman match? I, I, I can't say it outdid the first match because the first match had the emotion behind it. Right. And because this of the one, title win. This was kind right. of similar to Kevin Owens versus Finn Balor in the ladder match where you knew who was going over it already. It was... Yeah, you knew what the, the result was going to be, but it was the execution that pulled it off. I, I can't I can't say that this match should be compared to that one because they are both standouts and in different ways. The first match well, was... Well, you're going to have to to vote for it in the five. <laughs> well, that's true, yes. <laughs> um, the, the first match was the emotional standout with the excellent chain wrestling and everything, and this was the... Excellent chain wrestling that led into the emotional aftermath. Watch the WWE 24 on the Brooklyn show, and you will cry during the women's match part. It was. And if you don't, you have no soul. Which means you you only cry during the women's match part. I cried during the whole thing. It it was. No, I'm not a pussy. I was like, oh my goodness. He's going by all the sta- all the uh, monuments in New York. I'm going to cry again. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the, the highlights for me were um, when Sasha went full on heel on Izzy, the Bailey fangirl. And I was just like, great, right, now the locker room has to apologize after the show. You know, you know what's funny while watching the 24 is I see all these clips of Samoa Joe. I'm like, who the hell was he even on that card? And I was like, oh, yeah, he fought Baron Corbin. He fought the gay biker man. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Very nice. We're gonna talk about him in a minute. Um, the other big highlight for me was how they did the finish. Like you know, I'm like they're either gonna go to sudden death or Sasha's gonna tap right at the right at the end. And yeah, it was like three seconds, seconds to go. Yeah, it was just tap, ring the bell, and then ring the bell again. And that was that was perfect. But what got me was the aftermath where the whole locker room came out. And they gave Sasha flowers, oh, and she collapsed from the emotion. Gay. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when you were just looking at what some of the people were wearing, and you are just like, man. 
Were you waiting for <laughs> like who was it with with Sami Zayn won the title and their freaking uh uh what's his name Solomon Crow who had yep, Solomon Crow oh, coming out with his freaking like sweater on and stuff and he just looks like he's so hot and he just doesn't want to be there so, his face was like a different shade of red. He was wearing a freaking huge-ass sweater. When Triple H handed Bailey that bouquet of flowers, I was so waiting for him to just kick her in the gut and pedigree her. <laughs> yes! <laughs> this is my show. I want to oh, keep this I'm not sick anymore To either. my wife, like I did previously. Oh, and can I also point out how amazing the pre-shows are for the NXT specials because they're only 30 minutes? Oh, Lita was there this time. It was great. And people actually care about these shows. It was great. Um, it, the, the whole event was great, and there's some other highlights I want to talk about, but i got to talk about uh, a negative highlight. we, we got to talk about something bad. A low light. It is NXT-related, not from the special. It's just NXT-related. So three talents with NXT are done. They have been released. First one is Cal Bishop, who was a jobber. I believe I even asked, either on the show or in the group, if anybody could tell me anything about him, because like, he was like the one guy on the roster that I had never seen before. Or they just figured, uh, you're not advancing enough in the ring for our taste, so you're out. And, you know, like, that's kind of unfortunate for the guy, but based on where they're going in NXT, I'm not really surprised. They also just signed, like, three more people, too. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Um, they released Devin Taylor, the backstage announcer, because she was also trading in the ring, and they weren't happy with her progress. So she's got she got released. And the only reason I'm disappointed there is because they were definitely building up like a revenge storyline for her with Dana Brooke, and we're not gonna get that. But it doesn't matter because well we'll we'll talk about the next highlight. Uh, and the other person who is reportedly done with NXT is Leva Bates. Whoa. Also known as Blue Pants. Whoa, because it's technically wasn't there, she was just getting Technically up. not, but she is done because they decided she has an attitude because of how she's always bragging about being so over and she wasn't signed. So she was on a per appearance basis and because of her indie dates was making way more money than the locker room. So she wasn't really liked by the locker room. And then I guess management wasn't a fan of her. So reportedly they won't be using her anymore. And that's disappointing because they should have just signed her because she should be signed. Wow. Did, I haven't seen this guy in forever. Did you see who just walked in the studio? All right. Yeah. Take my mic over. Uh, he wants to talk about. He wants to give a parting word to the NXT talent who were released. Sorry about your damn luck. Oh, speaking of a recent signing. All right, NXT. so something good that happened this week. Uh, James Storm is now in NXT, and that's awesome. Incredible Apparently, TNA tried one right last desperate us. attempt to get him back, which I'm like, you let him go. Why are you? Oh, because but, Triple H but wants him now. You now, but we, we we wanted you. We just wanted you to sign for less money. Come, come on, come on. We'll give you a meaningless title, which is funny because <laughs> oh, NXT yeah! res- because NXT wrestlers make five hundred a week. <laughs> so I'm sure TNA would have paid him more than that, and he was still like no. Because the upside with NXT leading to WWE is so much brighter than where TNA could be. Even well, if even if he me. never gets called up, he'll become a big enough star that he could do whatever he wants in the indies. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Like, I, I liken it to um, a story from Jericho's signing when he signed with the WWF 
from WCW, and they were trying so hard to get him to stay because, you know, they're just like, oh, crap, we don't want to lose somebody during the Monday Night Wars, and they were giving him all this incentives, but he ended up signing for, like, half of what WCW was going to offer him because he was like, no, this place sucks. I don't want to be here anymore. You know, same thing, like, when, when Sam Punk left. He was talking about all the money that he ended up leaving on the table, and he said he didn't care because he wasn't happy. You know, that's what it comes down to. you got to do what's right for you. And I'm happy that they're finally over this whole, we're not going to sign anybody from TNA because of their age and because of of their names and everything and all that other crap. Do you remember? It was like it was yeah. only like three years ago that was like not a even. mandate. When they talked you don't about, need uh, anyone from, from TNA. When they talked about Styles, they're like, oh, he's too old. Really? AJ Styles is too old? You're not going to make any money off of the phenomenal AJ Styles? You could bring him in for five years and get him super over, and that was all you would really need from him. I'm also glad he's not Wade and Brocker. Oh, God. Wait. <laughs> he, they have a James Storm Titantron for him. They, I guess he owns all of those logos because they had like his skull with the cowboy hat logo and everything. E- either well, that guess or who owns that now? Yeah, well, true. <laughs> Sorry about my damn luck. <laughs> Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about that happened with NXT, because I was going to mention this after the Dana Brooke thing, was Asuka debuted and friggin' destroyed Dana Brooke. And the way they've built up Dana Brooke as such a good heel character, this was one of those matches where it's like, yes, I want to watch her get destroyed, and that's exactly what happened. This was also Dana Brooke's best match. Oh my god, yeah. And I, I, I think a lot not... Obviously, you can't say all the credit goes to Dana Brooke, because it doesn't. But I think she did very well in this match, and she knew she had a lot she to live did. up to. She did very well. And the thing is, Dana Brooke is improving a lot. You, you see, I see it every week. She is definitely getting better with everything she's doing. She's just, you know, she's not there yet. And but there's Every time there's a picture of her, there's a picture of Emma's ass right next to her. Yeah. That does but make things better. But they're doing the right thing with Dana Brooke. They're putting her with people to make her look good and help get her over. They're not putting her with all the rookie divas and having her botch pinfalls. <laughs> She's getting the correct push. Although now, well, all right, let's talk about something bad that happened. I don't know if we mentioned this last week or not, but Carmella got hurt because of Eva Marie. And if we did mention it, well, it's worth mentioning again because supposedly this is actually putting a stop to Eva Marie's push in NXT. Well, they got new girls. By the way, Nia Jax, next week. <laughs> yes, yes. Asuka comes first. Now we'll get Nia Jax. She gets announced and debuted before. Spoilers, Nia Jax is actually James Storm. <laughs> Jack Storm. Sorry about my damn sex change. <laughs> oh, God, transgender James Storm. <laughs> what a gimmick. What controversy. No wonder TNA couldn't get him back. Well, that's the thing now, <laughs> Caitlin right? Caitlin Storm. Oh, my God, Caitlin Storm. Oh, dear Lord. Sorry about my damn nuts. He doesn't have to cut his hair, though. <laughs> Did you see the photo from WWE, though? It looked like he had some Just for Men in his beard, for sure. His beard was like Kevin Nash Sharpie black. Oh, no. Remember that one time Undertaker came back for like a random show? Oh, yeah. And he was, oh, it was so bad. And it was falling out of his of his beard during the match. And there'd be like black streaks on his chest from it. 
I got color. (laughs) See, I I, got to kind of give that respect to Vincent Bischoff, who just kind of embraced it after a while. They're like, all right, screw it, we're gray. Taker's like, no. It took Bischoff getting shaved by uh, uh, David Flair. No, David Flair back in WCW. Oh, yeah, the first time he went gray. He shaved. They shaved his head, and he realized he is totally gray, and he's been dyeing his hair for the last three-plus years. Now, I remember the Eugene match, because that was, like, the big shocker. They're like, look how Vince was out there. Look how gray you are. Yeah, Uh, better than he dyes your black again. They're like, it's Demon Bischoff! Demon Bischoff! That's dumb. (laughs) Because it happened in W. Oh wait, no one watched WCW, right? That's that's why. Who who is that man? Uh, oh, Eric Bischoff. Yeah. Oh, who? Ignorant. The owner of WCW for storyline sure. purposes. Ignorant, <laughs> ignorant, proper English guy sitting in front of Pat. Yes. Well, you got you got the good deal out of that show. I I was sitting with Simsack and Danny Teen. Although we had we had fun. But it was just me and Danny Teen making comments the whole time, and I don't think Mike said a word. Sounds like like, like, like Mike, are you, Mike. Like Mike, are you having fun? He's like, I'm, ju- I'm just watching the show. Okay, I'm the best time of my life. Because you sound like you're dead. I so, feel like I can walk. Oh, that's that'd be a great commentator oh. gimmick. A commentator who never talks the entire time, and then you go, Hey, are you right over there? And they go, I'm just I'm just watching the show. Really enjoying myself. I'm an Did Did you forget what your job was, commentator? By the way, Mike's birthday was the other day. So yeah, happy birthday, Mike! Happy anniversary, Maurice! Sha! Happy, happy all the things. Speaking of uh, Maurice, actually, when we get to the break on this show, I he, I hear Stonefold actually did a commercial for Maurice and Danny Dang's podcast. All oh, the MDX, the MDX. Yeah, I, I get Say that confused what? with the rapper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, something good. This is how the Dusty Classic ended. With Without a, a Dusty finish. Yeah, with the right team going over. Because as soon as I saw that friggin' Corbin and Rhino were going to the finish, they're going to the finals, I'm like, no, this is going to be them. It's going to be so dumb. But they put the right team over, and they didn't do anything stupid with it. They gave they ha- They let the speech happen naturally. And I got to give the crowd credit. They went silent and let them talk. There were no stardust chants. There was nothing stupid about it. It was true respect from the fans. They, these Ooh, are the kind of and it people, was called respect. Ooh. Yeah. These are the kind of people that need to be at the Hall of Fame every year. I was going to say, this was not a Hall of Fame audience. This was not a Hall of Fame audience, yeah. Oh, you and, know what? Fans should be at the Hall of Fame? None. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Well, well, I agree, I, I agree. As much as I would love to go to one... I don't think fans should be. No, you would you would have hated it. I've been to two of them, and I hated the people that were around me because they were disrespectful. They were all just. I, I hated the uh, the girls behind me freaking out because they saw Kofi Kingston, and, and were crying every time somebody came out that they knew, like the Usos to induct Rikishi. And then the next year, I sat next to Supermark guy who yelled at everything. And like Maria Menounos is trying to give a speech about how she knows Bob Backlund, but I guess she just went too long for people's taste, so they're all fl- flipping out at her. It's like, all right, you can boo Donald Trump because I get that, especially but you guys, now. <laughs> yeah, but you guys need to stop. Like, be cool with this. So, whatever. Like, it's 
And I'm getting the email too. Like after you get your Hall of Fame tickets, they send you an email. They're like, we we would prefer you to to at least try to dress in business casual. It's not required. It's like, and remember, this is a Hall of Fame ceremony, so please avoid catcalling and all this other stuff. I'm just like, yeah, but nobody reads that. They want. They're just like, oh, we paid our ticket. We could do whatever we want. But they keep on booking the big arena that's next door to the stadium. Yeah, exactly. I'm just gonna say, side note, if. Donald Trump were to announce that his vice president would be the great Bobby Lindsay, he would have my vote. <sighs> and he always asks us if, if we love Bobby. <laughs> would you? Would he only have your vote because you would want to like assassinate the president so Bobby Lindsay could be the president? Well, because he well, <laughs> cheesebuggers for everyone. President Washwe. <laughs> oh my God! It sounds like Resident Evil. Oh, and then imagine imagine Vice President Lashley meeting foreign dignitaries that we don't get along with and calls them bath turds. <laughs> oh, my God. Why has this not happened? <laughs> oh, because the election hasn't happened yet. That's why. You say your name is Putin, and you like to lead. I say your name is Putin, and you're a bastard. <laughs> That'd be great. da 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 And then he gets a Dominator on him. <laughs> And then poses him eat all those double cheeseburgers. And then he spears them. And then WWE rehires him to feud with Rusev. Oh, man. Wow, it's a big push in store after being vice president. You get to go fight <laughs> Rusev. Yeah, right. <laughs> he gets super serious, so he takes off the shoes again. But that would be great, though. His speech, Donald Trump's speech, could just end with, like, Do we love Bobby? And everyone's, no. No. <laughs> and then, and then at, the, at the vice presidential debate... It'll be like, and now it's time for Vice Presidential Hopeful Bobby Lashley to give his words. I have nothing to say. I have, I have nothing to say. <laughs> I have nothing to say. What do, you, what do you say to Vince McMahon? Like, you're nothing but a, what was it, a bald-headed bitch. <laughs> you're going to be one oh, bald-headed son of a bitch. <laughs> that could be his only retort. <laughs> oh, man. Said the bald guy. VP Lindsay. That'd be amazing. That might be an episode title. Who knows? Ridiculous. All right. Your thing. All right. Um, let's talk about something else good. I bet Pat would start watching New Japan because of their new signee. Oh, yeah. He's full time now. Yeah. Did you, do you know this, Pat? No, I don't. Juice Robinson! Yep. Your boy CJ Parker is in New Japan now. Whoa. I like how you said Juice Robinson. I'm like, wait, oh, oh. His name is Juice Robinson, and he has yet to win a match. Is that his gimmick still, though, or is he something else? Uh, He's like more of a Bo Dallas. He becomes someone else. Something else. I am the Green Arrow. Oh, he said it! (laughs) He's Juice Robinson, and he's like... He's, he's like a Bo Dallas-ish, because all you need is some juice. And then he loses his match. Oh. Remember remember when Chris Ro- Chris Masters was Juice Robinson? <laughs> he was like the second, or the first or second person to get busted in the wellness policy. Yeah, as soon as the wellness policy became a thing, he shrunk. LOL, he sure did get small. <laughs> what happened to you, Jamaican accent? What happened? Right. Did you have to piss in a cup? I don't have to do that. Yeah. You know, Dave just takes the same piss test you did. 
<laughs> hey, there's Lillian horsing around. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about something bad, but I'll follow it up with two good things that happened. There hasn't been any ugly yet, so... Oh, I know what the ugly is. All right. Uh, Summer Ray proposed to Rusev on Raw, and it was really awkward. And I really think they need to just drop the storyline altogether, because it's just... Just let him walk out with his boots and have a decent match. Yeah, right? (laughs) I I think the storyline's just... You know, it's ran its course, because they're not using Lana anymore, and Ziggler's (laughs) moved on. Because she's hurt. There's probably a reason why this wasn't included on my Hulu cut. Yeah. I saw it recapped on SmackDown. I'm like, that happened? Yeah, because Ziggler, Ziggler did the surprise uh, U.S. challenge for Cena, but then New Day beat him up, so now they're kind of, like, oh, aligned. so great. As the, are you going to talk about that later, or, or can I talk about that we right can talk, now? We can talk about it right now. I love their, their build-up, because they used the, the old Tootsie Pop commercial, the one, two, three. Um, but they also, as, he, as they're coming down, like, who could replace Dolph Ziggler? In a big match for a big title with a big talent on a big network on a big night. It's such these guys are like on fire right now, and they just play off each other. Kofi so Kingston, well. obviously, yeah. Obviously. And, I, and, I'm, and I'm so glad that I got to watch that table for three with them because it's so cool hearing like because you know that they were struggling to get their idea off the ground, right? And so, then uh, I. I I would assume their idea was to be a heel tandem and not baby faces, but it's just like happy black people. They have to be baby faces, shucking and jiving. <laughs> of course, thanks, Vince. I want to know where the um, the trombone came from, though. That's genius. I have they have the microphone pack taped to the top. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, I kind of think it's one of those things like they did with Cena's freestyling, where they hurt, they found out that he can do that. And they're just like, hey, you know how to play the trombone? That's going to be your character now. He's like, good enough. <laughs> on, a, on SmackDown, um, when he was, when I think Big E maybe was facing Ziggler, I forget. But anyway, on the outside of the ring, there's Xavier Woods, and he starts playing Dolph Ziggler's theme. He just goes, that's your music! That's your music! That's his music! <laughs> they're so great. Like during the pay-per-view when he randomly started playing the theme from Rocky. <laughs> I also like, like how they even... Two seconds after, like, Michael Cole is like, he doesn't know how to play that thing! I like how they even incorporated... Like, these guys are so smart, they even incorporated moves into it. Like, they do the the big Irish whip of the other one into the corner, he goes... Or even the, on the stomps, he'll just go... Burr, 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 burr. That's the, but that's what's getting them so over. Like, what's getting them over is baby faces, though. I still hear enough New Day sucks chance though. At the MSG show, all I heard was New Day rocks. But you know what? The New I Day sucks. Thing, sucks. You know, but I also think about like Pat when you and I were just fans going to shows. Like Christ, how many years ago was that? We were still just fans before just we did fans. anything here. We weren't even oscillating. <laughs> but like we used to chant stuff just because it was fun to chant stuff. Mm-hmm. Like it's like well I like this like we would we would do the you suck thing for Kurt Angle even though we were huge Kurt Angle fans because it was fun you know and do, I think that's yeah. we would do all those things and then like well Angle even did that as a storyline where he embraced the you suck chance because he, they're not talking about me they're talking about you <laughs> um, but yeah that was it was always funny because we would always be 
doing the chants because they're fun at the event, and then there would be a third person uh, who everyone knows who he is already, so I'm not going to acknowledge the name. But he would just stand there with his arms crossed, not having fun. Oh, we're going to talk about him not having fun later. <laughs> Troll truth. Spoilers. He doesn't have fun, ever. Um, all right, I want to talk about three good things that happened on Raw. Three other good things that happened on Raw. First, I want to talk about Paul Heyman's promo with Brock to open the show, where it was described that Paul Heyman could sell water to a whale. Because it's just so good. And I like the follow-up with Big Show where Brock just laughed him off. Oh, yeah. That was really good, actually. He's just like, I really don't care about you. And Brock just lounging on the ropes like a cocky prick. It was great. Cock Lesnar. Um, I really liked the six-man tag with the Wyatt family with Reigns, Ambrose, and Orton. Even though Braun Strowman still hasn't improved. And I really liked the the main event tag match with Seth Rollins and Corporate Kane versus the Dudley Boys, where he got LOL injured and then came back as Demon Kane. I do not give a single crap about what anyone says. I love this Kane gimmick. The the, the super happy Corporate Kane is great. Well, I also love like that he's he's so he he has no idea what you're talking about but then as he gets carted off to the back and he did it on Smackdown last week too he looks back and he smiles and Seth just loses it cuz he knows Demon Kane is about to come out yeah but just that smile and i also like and i um last week i think it was on Smackdown actually went over toward Raw because on Smackdown Demon Kane came out and he choke slammed both Dudleys i'm like oh this is just going to be like Washed under the bridge, they're never going to mention it. And the Dudleys 3D'd him, was it this week? Through the table? I think, yeah, I think so. And I was like, wow, they actually paid that off. And on commentary, they actually said, oh yeah, because this happened on SmackDown. So, good for them. Indeed. Uh, pretty pretty good week for wrestling. As far as, you know, in-ring stuff, uh, good events, really solid stuff. There's not really a lot more negative to say about it, or really even that much more positive, because we're just building on towards Hell in a Cell. The rest of my good, bad, and ugly all involve things that don't involve the actual wrestling. So I have two goods, two bads, and the ugly left. What would you guys like to hear next? Alberto Del Rio. Let's hear okay. the, the goods. <laughs> all right. So this is this could be good depending on how your viewpoint is, but WWE wants to bring back Alberto Del Rio and the Hardy Boys together. Yes, as a, as a trio. Because Matt Hardy just won the TNA championship or at the pay-per-view. And then because they already taped their shows for after the pay-per-view, he was, the title was vacated off of him. Oh, they should bring the Hardys back as American Matadors, and Alberto could be, like, grown-up Torito, and they could feud with the Matadors. Oh, that'd be brilliant. Yeah. They're getting well, rid of the Matadors. Yeah, they're repackaging them. They did their, they did their little breakup thing already. And we haven't seen them since, so. I got, <laughs> I got eyeballs on my red cape. Well, this is what's funny. They mentioned the whole Del Rio thing was based off the fact that they're like, well, we haven't created a new Hispanic star yet. I'm just like, well, whose fucking fault was that? Hi. And somebody in the group even pointed out that they have like five possible people to go with. Guess and they're what? just not. Go with Kalisto. Just do yeah. it. Kalisto, Sin Cara, and then Primo and Epico. Right, just... Kalisto sounds like Rey Mysterio. He has a similar gimmick to Rey Mysterio. He can move faster than Rey Mysterio can at this point. Just make him your new Rey Mysterio. I, I think everybody moves faster than Rey Mysterio at this point. 
but that's different story. Oh, except that guy who died. Um, oh, damn. Pharaoh right. Guy Jr. All right. I, I'll, I'll get to talk about the Hardys more in a, in a minute here. Um, but personally, as far as Del Rio goes, um, I'm pretty sure he signed on to Lucha Underground Season 2. So I think that's wishful thinking on their part. If he came back, I'd be legitimately surprised, but I really wouldn't be happy for him because I just don't think... I don't think they're going to use him right. There's no reason to think they're going to use him right the second time uh, around. Unless he felt the money outweighed the negative consequences, I don't think we'll see him back. Because he was... He and Punk were, like, closely knit when, when both of them ended up leaving, and they talked about the same things, basically. The yeah. same problems they both had. Well, he's still a AAA mega champion, and he can do whatever he wants. He can go to ROH for a few shows and make a lot of money. Right. WWE broke him into the States and a worldwide audience, so... Honestly, he could go to New Japan and do Tag League or something, you know. He could do whatever he wants now and make good enough money that he shouldn't care. Exactly. That's how I feel. But his legacy... Yeah, well, some What's people... his legacy? Really He's been him. world champion, like, everywhere. That's... Some people... Is there really going to make that better? <laughs> that's a, that's a P-good legacy. Alright, here's something... He becomes 16-time world champ before John Cena. <laughs> he, just, I, he pulls an edge and wins and then loses every pay-per-view? Of course. So, they had this poll on WWE.com. They said, which NXT star do you want to see on the main roster? And they had the usual names, and the person who was absolutely dominating the poll was Finn Balor. Uh, Bailey had a ton of votes... And then, like, you start looking down and seeing... Because it, it's it's all, like, low percentages for everybody else. Like, like 3 or 4% for people like Tyler Breeze, Apollo Crews, uh, Enzo Amore. And that's also because they're up against people like Finn Balor, Bailey, and I think Samoa Joe were the ones that were really dominating it. So everybody else just getting a small percentage. Even Eva Marie had, like, 3%. Was Sammy but, you know, on there? He was, but he, he, he had a low vote, too, because he hasn't been on TV right, in a while. Right. And so did Hideo Itami. But you know who had zero, 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 zero? Oh, can I guess? Poor Colin Cassidy. Oh, I was going to say Baron Corbin. No, he had like 3% too. Boom, boom, no, Colin boom. Cassidy was just the... Colin Cassidy? Yeah, he was He was the nobody on there. Big cast. And it's just kind of like, man, he has to be a package with Enzo, otherwise he's not going to get over. Because I remember Colin Cassidy as a singles act while Enzo was hurt. And it was awful. Well, he did He did have a sing-off with Aiden English. Which was cool. <laughs> that was, like, the only thing he did, though. Um, I, I still say, like, right now with their tag division, first of all, WWE's main roster tag division, I think the Dudleys versus New Day is one of the most memorable tag feuds, probably since Team Hell No had their feuds with, like, The Shield. Um... And even before that, it was way longer than I could think of a really good tag feud. But right now, I mean, if you were to bring those guys up, I still stand by the fact that they're basically, they could be the New Age Outlaws. I mean, that's well, just how they appeal. The fans do their intro and everything. Yeah. Uh, but I, w I would say absolutely bring them up as a package deal. They're and, a team that yeah. can, is going to come up. They're going to get, you know, a run here and there with the tag titles, but they're never going to need the tag titles. Right. And then... Uh, I think now, I mean, unfortunately she's injured, but I think Carmella's become, like, a vital part of that, too. Right, and I think she'll get called up with them. 
But then again, but you, you know, know if, she, if she's hurt though, like she can still be with them. She just doesn't have to do it. She has a she has a stinger, so I mean, it's yeah, hurt, she can still. But it's not a problem. I, I think WWE is getting better at debuting um, these NXT guys now because, like, they brought Bo Dallas. They really had nothing for him. Um, I think they really stopped dropping the ball with probably Neville. I think was the first guy they actually had a plan for. Yeah, Neville's been consistent ever since he debuted. Right, and Owens has been fantastic. I mean, the first few they put him in was with the top guy in the company. Yeah, well, he, he talked about that on that new table for three with him, Cesaro, and Dean Ambrose, which was so good. And I watched that before we started recording this. Because he was talking about how he's like, you know, my son would always ask me, you know, how come you're not in WWE and how come you're not wrestling John Cena? And he goes, well, son, he goes, if I go to WWE, we have to move to Florida. But if I go to WWE, I'll get to wrestle John Cena. And he's like, oh, cool. So he was all for it. So Cesaro's like, so what happened when you got there? And he's like, well, I think he's kind of half and half with this right now. <laughs> but they also told a hel- Did you guys watch this one, by the way? I watched about half of it. I thought it was pretty okay, good. I watched it as soon as I saw it was there, and I, oh, I made Did the you- post. I yeah, made the, the post. The, the, the road story where he's talking about how they ran out of gas in Amish country. Which of course I relate to. Oh yeah, that's why Scotty Vortex. They went with Scotty, Scotty Vortex. Scotty Vortex won't drive because he, he won't he, like, let him he drive never... anymore. And the same thing with Bo Dallas now. Well, yeah, were... Scott, Scotty Vortex never drove, and they let him drive one time, and he ran out of gas on the highway in the middle of Pennsylvania Dutch country. So they had to get a ride from an Amish guy to take him to the gas station and back. And he goes, and then here we are. The shield breaks up, so we can't <laughs> Ambrose... all drive together anymore. Yeah, so Ambrose and Reigns replaced Rollins with. <laughs> with uh, Bo Dallas, and then Rollins started riding with Cesaro, because Cesaro rode with the Shield, and he goes, they passed them in like this long road in New Mexico in the middle of nowhere. There's like they one were red like light. just around the corner from the arena. Yeah, and they're they're stopped on the side of the road <laughs> because Bo Dallas ran out of gas, <laughs> and they got fans approaching the vehicle while they're all sitting in there pissed off. Because they can't go anywhere. If fans are coming up to them like zombies, like, hey, can we get an autograph? <laughs> it was so good. It was so funny. And I love how they, it was funny because they talked about what me and Joey Image talked about when we were watching WrestleMania this year after Cesaro put Ambrose through the ladder. And Image made a joke. He's like, I bet DJ Hyde's watching this now going like, I used to pay him 10 bucks to do that shit. And that's pretty much exactly what Ambrose said. He's like, yeah, you pretty much paid me $10 to do this. I talked about the getting the leftover pretzels at the end of the show. <laughs> yeah, the CZW cookies. But I also love how he's like, you know, I, I had a, I had a I had a limit. Like, if I'm going to go through something, you got to pay me this much. If I'm going to do barbed wire, it's got to be this much. If it's going to be this, it's got to be this much. He's like, but I'll do all this plus fire for this much. <laughs> he's like, and now it's just like. Oh, you're hurt? Well, we're going to swarm all over you. And he's like, yeah, I don't even know I got the gash in my head. So they start stapling it. And they only did that because they thought he was going to go back out, but he wasn't. <laughs> right. And here's the best part. Like, anybody who doesn't think Cesaro can talk, watch this special because he leads the whole conversation. In fact, Owens is the guy that says the least in this one. He kind of just sits there and smiles while they talk about road stories. As he goes, yep, I was there, pretty much. He, so he kind of he kind of even heals this out a little bit. Oh no, he was telling a story, I think, and he he was trying to say that he that it all happened with Sami Zayn, but I think he kept on having trouble. 
Oh, he's trying to stay with his name. He's like, me and Remy, uh, Sammy Zane. Sammy. <laughs> Sammy. Oh, Sammy. Oh, no. All right. I got to talk about... Uh, no, no, uh, ugly. Uh, not yet. I still got two more bad things to talk about. Oh, let's just cover this now. Uh, about that. That's pretty bad. Whoa, can't hear words. Just updated with Matt Hardy before Vacant took the belt. That was the best part. I heard Matt Hardy and Belt and nothing else. Are we still here? We are still here. Can you hear me? Uh, okay. Yes, yes. Okay. okay. So I heard Matt Hardy and Belt and nothing else. Uh, we can edit that, right? Uh, if I really want to, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, if you heard that part, uh, that was a technical issue, guys. B-b-bonus! Anyway... <laughs> Uh, Matt Hardy got the belt, and before I could even update the banner, it went vacant. And thank you, Chev, for posting that, because I laughed really hard. Because so I was like, man, I don't have time to update this banner, but I can do it tomorrow. And then I see Chev's post, I'm like, so, am I putting vacant on here? He's like, yup. I'm like, that's amazing. And I updated it immediately. <laughs> All right, um... Bill After was recently on Talk is Jericho, and he claims that the Benoit thing was a mob hit. And I like how we're still talking about this and coming up with new theories, because... Because, yes. Yeah, so... Yeah. Yeah, so that's a thing still. But, enough bad crap. We want to hear the ugly, right? Here we go, guys. This week's ugly. Your mom! Whoa! Oh! Hey, speaking of people who are no longer relevant, what Your is mom. the even doing anymore? Uh, what is he doing anymore? Exactly. What's, All right. What's so, Damian Sandow doing anymore? So, did you know that Virgil believes he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame? So and he gave that fuck money. And he gave two reasons why he should be in the Hall of Fame. <coughs> because he One, created yeah. because is? he created the New Day, and those smiling oh, black guys make him deserve to be there. Those his words, not mine. And because he sold out Wembley Stadium with nails. <laughs> and that, ladies and gentlemen, is why Virgil needs to be in the Hall of Fame. I saw him arguing with Xavier Woods. Like, saying, uh, I knew you could do this, son. And he's like, uh, no, you told us we were going to fail. I did that to push you. I pushed you. I gave you your push. God, I gave you the criticism you needed. I bought your house! Here's why he should be in the Hall of Fame. Because Vince McMahon Sr.'s limo driver is in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> because Drew Carey's... Hey, wait, you want another reason why he should be in the Hall of Fame? It's an imaginary Hall of Fame inside Vince McMahon's head. <sighs> Virgil justified. Everybody oh. else is in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> Everyone's in the Hall of Fame. Except Chris Benoit. Still not in the Hall of Fame. Nope. Because he, he was taken out by the mob. Well, yeah. if we if that comes to pass as being true, then I'm sure the next available Hall of Fame induction he would be. But the yeah. mob would be taken out of the Hall of Fame at that point, right? Yes. Okay. 3-6 Mafia. 
All right, guys, we're going to take a short break here to put up one of our biggest sponsors, or our only sponsor, but that's a different story. And uh, we'll be back with some troll truth, some Facebook comments, and, of course, a little point. Hell, son, this is Stone Fold Steve Austin of the Club Kayfabe Podcast, and I'm here today to talk to you about the MDX Podcast. Don't know about the MDX Podcast, son? Well, I'm going to give you the dirty laundry, the clean sheets, the folded up towels on the MDX Podcast. It covers all areas of pop culture. What? Sports? What? Film? What? TV? What? Wrestling? Hell yeah, son. General news and just about everything else. It's two guys, Maurice Prophet and Danny Dang, chopping it up and joking about their lives. If you don't listen to that, I'm going to stomp a mud hole in your ass and wash and dry. And that's the laundry line, because Stone Fold said so. Go find MDX Podcast on Facebook, like it, subscribe via iTunes, and follow the Podomatic link. Hey, thanks for that, Stonefold. Now, back to our segments in progress. Let's toss this over to Chris O'Mealy. Oh, it would be hilarious if you were in the middle middle of the segment. (laughs) Oh, that'd be amazing. All right, so, as you guys know, at least for those of you in the Northeast area, uh, New York Comic Con was this weekend. And our old pal, Hey Man, went, because he always does. But he only got to go on Thursday. And why? Uh, Mike only went on Friday. He only got to go because the scalpers ruined the event. You know how I know that the scalpers ruined the event and the whole convention so he couldn't get tickets? Because he told Because you so. he posted it on every single person's page. What do you mean? Like every celebrity's page? Or are um, some of the models? It was ridiculous. My I would love was, to see you, but all the scalpers took all the tickets. You know, my newsfeed was filled with comments on this, and it's something about Comic Con, and it was every single one of them. It was unbelievable. And uh, shout out to my buddy Tristan if you're listening to this, but I'm very sorry if you ran into him in his Superman jacket because I know you were looking for him because I know you see him on all the Comic-Con boards because we talked about this. He shoots me a message and he's like, so I found your boy. And I'm like, I ain't my boy. (laughs) But he's like, he's like, because he sees all the, because he lives in New York City. So he sees all this stuff and he's, he goes to the conventions every year because he's a big nerd. He's a bigger, blacker nerd than Dens, by the way. Sorry, Dens. Sorry, Dens. He's the biggest, blackest nerd. You're going to have to compete with him. But I think he one day, he, himself, Dens, and Adrian King of Adrian Has Issues podcast will have to fight to the death. Oh my god, the biggest, blackest nerd contest? That'd yeah. Be awesome. Then you're going to have to have Wooly from the Super Best Friends come down. <laughs> but like, we're, he sends me this message, he's like, dude, I see this kid on every single post. Like, all he does is complain, and he's complaining about like a $300 ticket that's being scalped or whatever. He goes... 
But I looked at all his pictures. He's like, and I did the math in my head because he goes all the time. So he knows what this all costs. He's like, he had to spend at least two grand the one year. So why is he complaining about this? And I just responded back. I'm like, yup. Yeah. So <laughs> that explains everything right there, doesn't it, though? Well, I remember talk of how much he could not afford to go to one place or the other place. Uh, he couldn't afford brakes for his car. He couldn't afford an oil change. And then he went to Comic-Con. He's like, oh, I met... Adam West, who he hated, and Burt Ward, who he hated, and <laughs> like all these celebrities, like he go, he hates all these celebrities, much like when he goes to these wrestling signings. And oh, yeah, I heard, I heard when he, them. yeah, I heard when he met Dean Ambrose, he marked out hardcore for him, but then the whole time he was just, but he also pulled that same stunt when Stevie came to the GSW show. He was like marking <laughs> out for him, but then when we called him out, he's like, no, I was just like, oh, lol, he doesn't have anything better to do anyway. You're like, yeah, you did not say that to him because you don't have the balls to say it to him. Yeah. He doesn't have anything better to do. It's not a real star. Oh my god, it's Stevie! Is he going to be at Applebee's after? Please tell me he will be. No, uh, I don't feel good from all this cold pizza I ate. I better go home now. And he was, he was like, drooling over Stevie. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. It's, two, it's 2015, but he was like, look at his shredded abs! Yeah, like, again, hypocritical idiot. And the whole New York Comic Con thing is just... I mean, to me, it's hilarious seeing him bug out over something like this. Because, like, I, can't, I can only go on, like, the worst day. Eh, it's just like, yeah, well, you know what? Well, it's also... Some people... You know what? Some people never get to go. Like, I've never been because I just... I can't I can't afford it, and I never have the right. time to go. I got to go once, and the ticket was paid for, and it was great. Uh, I mean, I had to pay for, like, a train ticket to the city. Or, no, no, we, we drove down. Yeah, we drove down. Never mind. I had to pay for gas. So, you had to pay for sushi. Yeah, I had to pay for sushi for Raven. Well, actually, funny st- funny story about that. I gave Raven $20 for an autograph. He gave me the $20 back and said, Hey, can you buy me some sushi and a Haagen-Dazs bar? I said, Absolutely. And he goes, I'll never see that guy again. And then I came back with his Haagen-Dazs and his sushi. He goes, And you can keep the change. And I just said, Open your hand. And put all the change in his hand. He goes, I told you to keep the change. I'm like, Dude. You're a guy who got handcuffed to a steel cage and hit with a steel chair for my entertainment. I think it's okay I give you $10 change. Right? And he's like, well, what can I do for you then? I'm like, how about a picture? Okay. And then um, and then you called him Scotty and he punched you in the face. No, no. And I, I had told uh, the hay man himself, I said, dude, this is so cool. I'm going on a sushi run for Raven. He's like... Uh, why would you do that? I'm like, well, what are you doing? Standing in line for autographs? At least I'm actually interacting with somebody who I grew up enjoying to watch on TV. Like, this is pretty cool. I'll, I'll never forget that. I love hearing the Raven Sushi story because it's always followed up with... <laughs> with uh. Well, not only that, there were other great things. To, like, as soon as I walked out of the room and away from Raven, I could officially start marking out. Like, oh my god, I'm buying Raven Sushi. I'm going to call John Salinas. But like, guess what I'm doing right now? I'm buying Raven Sushi! And then this guy who is dressed like Adam West in the Batman movie, carrying a bomb, starts running down the hallway past me. I'm like, oh my god. I, I died, right? Like that, that's Sometimes you just can't get rid of a bomb. Yeah, and he's he's running around the bomb, and I literally almost bump into Stan Lee two seconds later. Like, wow, this is so cool. It was the worst day of your life. It was, it was terrible. Terrible. I did play Waiting in Line the game, though, for the Walking Dead press conference and did not get in there. (laughs) Oh, well. 
right. Uh, and our bonus troll truth this week is a shout out to Chase Utley. Oh God! <laughs> I know Pat won't get that, but I know no, Dan. No, I gets saw it. a meme posted on your page, and I'm like, wow, I don't get this at all. But he drove through a brick wall. Uh, well, actually, yeah. technically, he missed the wall. <laughs> yeah, he missed it quite a bit, actually. <laughs> but he got the knees. And I don't, I don't, for, I don't so blame what, Chase Utley at all for that. But could you he, explain to me what happened? Because I don't, I still don't get it. Oh, he was running to second base, and the short, the shortstop got the ball. Actually, no, it was second baseman got the ball, and he went to uh, tag him out, but he he missed the tag. And then because he was backwards, Chase Utley, when he tried to slide into the base, took the guy out at the knees oh, and man. broke one of his broke his <laughs> tibia in his yeah, right <laughs> leg. And then uh, he missed second base as well. But then <laughs> after 20 minutes of all this stuff with them trying to get the guy off the field with the broken leg and all this other stuff, they put Chase Utley on second base, which he shouldn't have been at. Oh, my God. Sports. And then they scored a bunch of runs and won the game. <laughs> uh, it was still there. Cause so he wasn't out, but he also wasn't on second base. Wow. So, and then and a guy broke his leg. <laughs> Somewhere in the melee, in the skirmish, a leg was indeed broken. Did he score any baskets? Oh, it was wonderful. No. Oh. But he did get a touchdown. Oh, good, good. <laughs> good. Move the thing to the other thing. A goal point unit basket. <laughs> Which you don't really do in baseball. Nope. <laughs> That's my one of my favorite Brian Regan bits. Go, my favorite team squadron! Because his horn kept beeping every three seconds. I just had to pretend like I was listening to a game, but I didn't know anything about sports. <laughs> yes, they scored a touchdown basket unit thing. Go, my favorite team squadron! That's definitely Pat when he watches sports. It is. Except the fake ones. I know everybody in the fake sports. I don't know what you're talking about. The sports that are entertainments. Ah, they're still sports. Anyway, <clears throat> we covered we covered some idiots on the internet. Dan's going to cover the rest of them. This is a post from two weeks ago. <laughs> because we didn't record that week, and then we then so, so Chris was only. a douche and skipped us skipped the segment last week. <laughs> so not only is this a segment from two weeks ago, but it was not recorded two weeks ago. We're going to do it right now live. This is which is going to be taped for you to listen to. This is the Cosmic Wasteland celebrates Batman Day. And that's why I have to tell you it was two weeks ago. Because <laughs> Batman Day was two weeks ago. So it's the Cosmic Wasteland, which of course is Stardust with the uh, Ascension. Right? Which is actually getting them over. And here is some comments on that. Goldust and Stardust better. Okay. <laughs> better what? They better. They better what? Oh, oh, you're done with your thought? Okay, thanks. The legend of Stardust and two no-talent fags. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the ignorance. Oh, God. That's terrible. <laughs> they will rise. All right, our next comment. Ziggy Stardust is way better. Okay. And the spiders from Mars. Hello, I am from 
Azerbaijan. I want shop Undertaker's Tune Tumbler pint glass, and this order's value is nine ninety nine. How much is shipping charge to Azerbaijan? How many dollars? Please help. <laughs> Azerbaijan. Oh man! Please help. Did he ever get help? Any reply? Oh. Well, I don't know. I haven't seen it in two weeks. <laughs> Maybe he got help. How do people <laughs> find the place that is not the place to ask for things? They always find the wrong place, and how the internet directed them there, I do not know. The most wrong place. It was probably the top thing on the page, and they just went, click, and then, I'm from Azerbaijan. By the way, there was no sexiest man in Azerbaijan that By the year way, because of the coal strike. Side note, because of my Swedish chef impression, the new Muppets show is awesome. I it love it. It's so awesome. It's it's Office Muppets, basically. It's like Office 30, 30 Rock, Rock Muppets. Yeah. It's, like, perfect. It's great. It's wonderful. And our last comment is, I invite you to Islam because I love you. <laughs> Muhammad Hassan. All I thought of right there was the the dog from Up. I invite you to Islam because I love you. I invite you to Judaism because I love you. Oh, thanks, Goldberg. You love me. Not you. Everyone else. (laughs) Who's already a Jew? I'm a Jew. A lonely Jew. Gee, thanks for rounding up all the Jews for me. Good lord. Some, somebody cut off his microphone. <laughs> I think it's already been cut. Jeez. Well, should we do it? You want to do it? You want to do it? All right. Let's, let's do it. All right, let's do it. It's time to play points. Or buried. I'm not sick. Or folded. I'm not sick. Or oh, frozen. And I'm also not sick, even though there's out of ice. So sometimes I could technically get like a, a runny nose or something. <laughs> or oh yeah, in spirit, I sound so much better. <laughs> or. Oh, is it my turn? I forget. Yeah, it's me, Don West, and oh, I'm swimming in nothing right now on the floor. And don't don't wake up the last guy. Oh, you could get a one-time boa. You could. You could. You never know. This just in, Mark Hamill as the trickster back in season two. Whoa. (laughs) Nice. All right. So one of the reasons why we were so delayed the last couple of weeks is because I was having some personal issues. Uh, I talked about this before. Um, I had to start a GoFundMe page for my cat after she got sick. Uh, good news is she's doing very well right now. Um, and we've raised quite we, Yes, we've raised $104, and I want to thank anybody who donated. Um, Club Kayfabe family, if you have just even $5 to spare... As you could help us out, it would go a long way. And I thank everybody who's helped us out because you guys know I would do that for you. And I've donated to a couple of these in the past. And 
I always felt like they were kind of frivolous, but I still like to help people. Like that's my thing. So it's it's nice when the tables are turned and people turn around and help you. But do you here's my question about this because I don't know. I've never done one. Um, do you get all the money that's raised, or do you have to reach your goal, or do they take a certain? Go GoFundMe will take a five percent of each donation you get, but you keep everything else that you get. There's no goal limit. There's no time. It's it's the easiest one to go with. Now you do have the option to do an all or nothing campaign. Like and that's what I would do if I was gonna do a legit Kickstarter or something where I wanted to reach my goal. That way people could help me reach that goal. But this is one of those things where it's like we're still gonna work to pay this bill off, but anybody who can help us, you know, we're gonna keep going along the way till it's done. And then I'll close it off. So that's the best option for this. Gotcha. Okay. So but now, it got as me to mention on the show, yes. y'all could go donate. We could actually yes. share the link in this week's podcast thread and the feed and all of that. Yes, and you guys are amazing if you're helping us out. Like, I know, you know, five, ten bucks to me is a meal. Like, you, you went out and grabbed dinner or something, and you just, yeah. instead, you do it to help us out. Because, you know, it's, and you know, I'd do that same for you guys. You We'd know, all do that. If you don't donate, I will uh, protest. Uh oh. And uh-oh. I will. Stop coming on this show, and I will make it unlistenable. Oh, no! <laughs> I'm laying down the gauntlet. <laughs> oh, God. Well, this got me thinking. What if a wrestler needed to start a GoFundMe page? What do you think they would start it for? And that, of course, is where you guys came in. Uh-oh. So these are wrestlers' GoFundMe pages. Are you guys ready? I am. I'm very ready. All right. Well, here's your very first entry. Virgil created a GoFundMe called Help Me Get That Fuck Money. Oh. Oh. I... Uh, Virgil. I know I know women on the indie scene who he's hit on, too. It has to be so uncomfortable. <laughs> Let's give that points. Let's give that lonely Virgil points. Lonely Virgil points? Wow. All right, Robert Atkin, you got lonely Virgil points. Which... For today, will be the same as regular points because you don't want to make them feel any lonelier. <laughs> All right, and and of course the one and done rule wasn't effects, and you couldn't duplicate a wrestler that was already used. Lonely Virgil is my favorite favorite Dio song, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Lonely Virgil. Oh, that's great. All right, this is Jeff Hardy's GoFundMe. Help. <laughs> Help me buy drugs. I need paint to paint eyeballs on my eyeballs. You know, you, it's still funny. I'm going to give you points. But if it was just help me buy drugs, it still would have been perfect. It would have gotten points. <laughs> that, was ta- that was from Taylor Chadwick. <laughs> yeah, points. All right. Help uh, me this- buy drugs. <laughs> All right. Uh, this one's from Zach Gowan. His GoFundMe oh. is called Help Me Buy a Real Leg. Oh, oh! It would be funnier if it were like, "Give me a leg up," or something uh-huh. like that. So, uh, how do we? How you do can we give work? it half. Oh, that's just terrible. <laughs> but the, but it's accurate. <laughs> Fine, half points and half folded. Hell, son! So I'm just gonna fold one little side here. And you give the rest of that to some damn points. <laughs> you mean he only folded one leg? Yeah. Oh, God. The one that's there. And, and, and do I even need to point out that this was Mike Simsack's entry? 
Nope. Mike Simsack, Mike Simsack, who has a history of hating Zach Gowan. Man. This just in, Paul Rubens to play Penguin's dad on Gotham. What, really? Pee-wee Cobblepot? That's like fucking perfect casting, because they look so much alike. <laughs> God. <laughs> All right. This next GoFundMe is for Fritz von Eric. It's his new family business called Von Eric and Sons Gun Shop. <laughs> and, of course, shop is spelled S-H-O-P-P-E, because that's the proper way to do it. Right, and I that's mean, the way to get your points. Exactly. That was Matt Hardman's entry. <laughs> wow, he knows what's up. Points! It's, um, this one's even funnier because it was posted before Vacant took the title. Matt Hardy started a GoFundMe to bribe people to watch his championship reign. Oh. Oh, man. Uh, Can you donate in grapes? Okay. Can can you donate in drugs? Can I donate by calling the police so you don't kill yourself? Oh, God. That video. That was when I officially started hating Matt Hardy. That was, was when that I officially point. was like, I can't come up with any more excuses. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done with this guy. Uh, so points for that one? <laughs> yes, points for that one. Okay. Dylan Mewshaw, points. All right. <laughs> Coco Beware has a GoFundMe for his <laughs> new Frankie's Fried Chicken Shack restaurant. <laughs> Somebody help me! <laughs> Uh, we haven't had a Frankie joke in a while, so I appreciate this. <laughs> I wish there was a slogan for the restaurant. I think no, that, there, there is not. That could have made a winner. It's going to get points, but it might not win now. All right. Joe Mad Dog Needle did that one. You still wow. did Skimmick, but... <laughs> uh, pretty good turnout so far, guys. All right. Sting is starting a GoFundMe for. That's interesting. Interesting, see? Um, <laughs> no, that really, uh, that's great. I, I, It makes a lot of sense when I think about it. Um, points. It's Matthew Anderson, points. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nathan Jones. Nathan, Nathan Jones, Jones starts points. a GoFundMe for his nipple milk company. Oh, God. It's going to take a long time to make a point. Uh, <laughs> it's called Eats Me Teats. <laughs> oh, man. Well, that's this week's winner. God, Eats Me Teats. Vitamin Down Under. The D stands for Down Under. Uh, <laughs> yep, that's what the D stands for. Um, okay, so... Uh, I'd like I'd like the day, please. Photoshop geniuses, please make a Nathan Jones milk carton that Fuck says "Eats me teats." Eats me teats. Eats me teats. God, oh my god, that's so good. <laughs> All right, the next are the, <laughs> the next are the divas. They're starting a pay it forward fund for all their implants. Oh. That'd be funny if they were still getting consistent implants. I don't think they are anymore. Well, the ones who keep getting pushes seem to be. 
Mm, I don't think it was that funny. Uh, oh, that means I get to have in spirit. No, because the one that's the most known for having them has recently lost the championship. <laughs> Timing is everything. Oh, I'm yeah, sorry. Spear those implants. Joseph Myers got speared with the implants. Oh no! Hope they didn't pop. <laughs> Don't pull a Gail Kim. Oh, I'm swimming in implants. Uh, <laughs> You're sw- swimming in silicone. Ah, uh, it's a silicone mess. It's a silicone valley. Oh, I get that reference. <laughs> I hope so. I think everybody. I don't think anyone could not get that reference. I don't get that reference. Of course you don't. <laughs> All right. Next is the GoFundMe page started up by the Boogeyman. Oh and no! He needs to buy a vowel to solve this puzzle. See if you guys can help me out here. It's F blank C K Y O blank Antonio. <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> so he basically just needs to buy a single letter. He needs to buy a vowel. How much he needs does to that buy cost? a vowel. How much does that cost in Wheel of Fortune? It, I think it's like 50 points or something. Wow. I, I would support the Boogeyman in this endeavor. So, points. <laughs> points. <laughs> points to Glenn Kukin. <laughs> and uh, once the puzzle is solved, Patrick, uh, do you have any idea what it might say? Or can, you get, can you get your buddy? He's, he's over there in the corner hiding in the darkness. Oh, there he is. I, I'm all ready to go. Are you, are you have any noises or anything? No, 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 no. it's okay. All right, I'm just trying to get into character. Fuck you, Antonio! <laughs> still might be the greatest meme we ever came up with. All right. This next entry is a Club Kayfabe throwback. And I'm so happy I got the reference. The Undertaker is starting a GoFundMe so he can buy a meat slicer at his deli. His circular deli. <laughs> wow. I, I, I'm giving that points. I don't know who submitted it, but whoever did, I'm going to be very proud of. And if it's Alan Craig, wow, you went really far into the into the archives. It, it was not Alan Craig. It was Adrian Cotton. Whoa. But Adrian Cotton knows this show very well. I don't even remember how we got there, but I remember that. I don't. I also don't. But I look back at some of our episode titles, and I don't remember how we got to a lot of them. I, I remember the reference, but I never remember how we got there. Some of them I remember, like Mazeltov cocktails. Oh, that was an entry by John Salinas that didn't get points. <laughs> no, it didn't get points exactly. Yeah, that certainly did get a show title. <laughs> I also remember the one where nobody gets points. That was a Shin-submitted entry that Pat hated, so he just threw everything down. <laughs> or Tyson, adult, and Justin, homosexual, real. <laughs> or don't be a quieter. I mean, that one's self-explanatory. That was our that was our post-Thanksgiving episode. It was, it was adult with two Ds, if I remember correctly, right? Yes, yes. Because he's kid with two Ds, yeah. Yes. I can look back at a lot of them and figure it out. I also remember... Um, Wasn't there like a Hulk, Hulk Huggin? We, we've had Hulk Huggin. We've had several Hulk titles. We had Technical believe. Difficulty because Maddie D's Skype sucked and gave us a whole bunch of problems. We had Apparently It Seems, which was a reference to Shin. 
Yeah, we had a bunch of them. We could always go back and get those references. But anyway, yeah, point Sager and Cotton. Good job, man. All right. Uh, now, Heath Slater is going to get a real guitar and lessons. Oh, okay. That's nice. Oh, you're going to get Don Wested because I'm swimming in guitars. Oh, I just cut my fingers open on the strings. They're not attached. Oh. Aw. All He's right. Bleeding. Does someone want to take care of that? <laughs> Stonefold, can you give him a dryer sheet to mop up the blood? I ain't gonna unfold any of these damn towels to catch your blood, stupid <laughs> son of a bitch. Oh, let me let me freeze the cuts. That will help. Yes. Oh, now I'm gonna get hypothermia. Ah. You can't use those towels. Those are for company. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, sorry, Bill Haver. No points. All right. Would you like some worms? <laughs> Yes, that'll do wonders. They're not 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 leeches, but that'll do wonders. All right. Um, how about uh, Vince McMahon starting a fund to buy Kofi Kingston? Oh God! Buy him a and rename him Shelton Benjamin. <laughs> Boy, Shelton. <laughs> to buy Kofi Kingston. Yeah. <laughs> how many? How many doubloons do I need? <laughs> doubloons? Yeah. How many rupees? So you're, you're now you're dealing with Indian currency? Yeah. How many, uh... How many shells do I need to buy you, Kofi? <laughs> What's the exchange rate for Ghana? <laughs> oh. I already added the points. points. Yeah, yeah I, already, I already put them up because... We do. That was Dan Dahl's entry. <laughs> wow. Good God. All right. This next business comes with a slogan. This is for Pat Patterson's meat packing business. You got meat? Let me pack it. We do not deal with fish. <laughs> That's instant points. <laughs> uh, that was Matt Awesome's entry. <laughs> that was really good. Uh, see where I, I a slogan can get you? I would have... I would have... I, I have to critique it because it's it's a great slogan and it got points already, but you would have gotten more points if you messed up the plurals. Yeah, <laughs> like Pat Patterson does. Like I love that that interview with Mick Foley where he's like, "Yeah, Pat Patterson called." He's like, "I didn't believe him," and then I'm like, "Oh wait a minute, did he like mess up his plurals and his singulars really bad?" Yeah. Oh crap, that was really him. <laughs> okay. Uh, this next one's kind of a pay it forward too. Eva Marie starts a GoFundMe to help pay the medical bills for all the divas she's going to injure. Wow. <laughs> Points because it should have happened already. <laughs> that was Joe Kalaya's entry. Uh, that was a good one, too. All right. Uh, Zack Ryder started a GoFundMe to get a decent storyline. Poor Mojo. <laughs> I guess that's not cutting it anymore. Just like this entry. Uh-oh. Oh, he's not waking up in the corner. No, he's... No, he he already eyed where he's going to wake up, and I can see it coming. But that's the difference. Ew. Ew! No, oh, yeah. just just like Zack Ryder last time. It's time to get buried. Oh, thanks, Triple H. All right, Jeff Trellowitz just got buried. Well, I mean, last time he got buried, it was Ryder. John Cena, so... I mean, <laughs> yeah, to be fair... 
Because John Cena needed to get over. I'll have, I'll have Demon Kane do it again. To prepare himself for The Rock, he has to get over. Uh, I, I loved his uh, his episode where he climbs over the fence. What are you doing, bro? I'm trying Crazy to get over. over. I think one of my favorite parts of that rivalry with John Cena and Kane after that was, I'm going to injure you so bad that no one's going to see you for like the three weeks until you face The Rock. <laughs> like they're not, they're not gonna say he's gonna kill him. They're not gonna say he's gonna be injured so bad he'll never compete again. I'm gonna injure you approximately three weeks worth. <laughs> it was to make him tough enough to face the Rock. And guess what? It didn't work. All right, guys. Roman Reigns has started a GoFundMe to get his vasectomy reversed so he can Uh-oh. stop shooting blanks and make more baby girls. Oh, man. Uh, no. Oh, no. I'm moving. But oh, is this man. a good one is, is or this, a bad one? Is someone really trying to get these uahs at this point? I guess because, yeah, it's... I don't think it's a neck... Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Positive points, baby girl. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, Chef. Oh, he got that out before he passed out. Yeah, that was Chef's entry. And you know what? I know that everybody probably thinks that Shin's greatest contribution to this show was pissing out the window, but we all know this was his greatest contribution to the show. <laughs> there's, there's also, <laughs> there's also puking mid show. Uh, yeah, that did happen, but I don't think that's as funny as pissing out the window anymore. <laughs> I think pissing out the window destroyed that. The funny thing is, is he didn't piss out the window, but he did throw up. <laughs> but he thought he was muted, and he wasn't. Uh, love it. Oh, shit, am I not muted? <laughs> that was that was amazing. Because the whole show just stopped dead. Are we still on impact? Oh, God. All right, guys. Uh, this is the Biggie Countdown. These are the final five. This next one uh, was a photo that submitted, so it didn't copy over when I cut and pasted. So you're eliminated. Wow. Thanks. I would say maybe even banned for being a dum-dum. <laughs> Thanks, CJ. Not even... Stop submitting photos for your entries, guys. Not even Banhammer. How about we Vanhammer him? How about you spear him? It's CJ. Oh, how about I effing spear him once? He takes a front bump. And I turn around and spear him again. And he takes a front bump. You spear him <laughs> from behind and he does a back bump. Yeah. Now just make sure you don't spear Shin from behind. Spear to the rear. <laughs> Alright. Randy Orton starts a GoFundMe page so he can buy a goddamn personality. Yeah, How much are they going for? <laughs> that comes from Alan Craig, well-known Randy Orton hater. <laughs> All personality. My okay, cousin who's got a cult. <laughs> All right. Um, hold on to those T's for a minute, because your next one comes from Booker T, and his oh, GoFundMe yeah. is to get his cousin, Pava T, off the streets. <laughs> <laughs> it's about time. <laughs> Oh, that poverty. Oh, poverty couldn't even meet me inside to Applebee's. <laughs> oh. That's why I met Stevie, not Richards, but Ray. 
Stevie Ray went to Applebee's instead. He can't even afford the half-price appetizers. Because they're closing in an hour. (laughs) This gets points. Yes, that was Ellis Holmes' entry. All right. Big E Langston starts a second GoFundMe page since his first was stuck at $3. Oh, man. Oh, man. I wonder if this one will... Did he set it? Did he set it for three to earn three, and then realize it wasn't enough, and set up a new one for five dollars? Of course he did. Oh, okay. Then that gets points. How else would that work? Well, so what he, happens if he only reaches three stretch goals? <laughs> well, you well you have well this week. And your final entry: John Cena started a GoFundMe to mute the John Cena sucks chance in Boston. Oh, wow, that's timely. It is. But, not that funny. Uh-oh. So, I think it's only fair that we... No, I want to freeze something! I haven't frozen something in such a long time! Here we go! Oh, yeah, I you just froze down West's hand before. Oh, my hand is turning blue! But I'm going to freeze this entry still anyway! Yes! Yes. It is yes. Done. He's, he's celebrating with an awkward yes chant. Yes. 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 Watch the power cable. Yes. 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 Like, all right. No points, Michael Vaughn. But frozen. But frozen, indeed. All right, so now it's time to pick your winner. Um, wow. Can we get a refresher? Yeah, of course you can. Uh, help me get that fuck money by Virgil. <laughs> Help me buy drugs to paint eyeballs on my eyeballs. Or Von Eric and Son's gun shop. Shoppy. Ult- Shoppy. Hey, can you all watch my championship reign? Oh, wait. Frankie's Fried Chicken Shack. Uh, Sting's GoFundMe 4. The <laughs> I'd like to buy a vowel to solve the puzzle. Uh, meat Slicer for the Deli Taker. Buying Kofi Kingston, Pat Patterson's meatpacking business, Eva Marie's GoFundMe to pay the medical bills for all the divas she's going to injure, reverse vasectomy for more baby girls, a goddamn personality, help me get poverty off the streets, or it's stuck at three, so we need five. I think it's it's Nathan Jones' eat me teats. <laughs> eat me teats. <laughs> That, that would be the winner if it were submitted. Um, however, I think I have to go with the really good old school reference of Undertaker's Circular Meat Deli. Slicer at the Deli. Yeah. Sure, yeah. All right, Adrian Cotton, you are the winner this week. A winner is you. Ah, uh, good stuff. Well, guys, thank you all for tuning in. Hopefully this episode was listenable. Because I know that was like a big thing. And I knew Pat wasn't going to let that go right from the start. Not at all. Whoa, wait. Who is this guy? Hello, Omnis. <laughs> Omnis. Oh, my God. Who, that? who are you? You don't know who I am? <laughs> I'm Val Vegan. <laughs> and I love animals. <laughs> God, Val Vegan. 
You know something, ladies? The big herb of Oski is kind of like a carrot. And I can't wait to dip it all up in your hummus. What? <laughs> okay. Sex. Um, all right. Okay. Thanks, Val. And guys, remember, when you go to the polls, vote Bobby Lindsay for VP. Yes. VP Bobby Lindsay, please. <laughs> All right, I guess we'll uh, we'll see you guys next week for some more kayfabe action. All right. Sorry about Monta's damn. You say your name is Finley and you love to fight. I say your name is Finley and you're a bastard. bastard. Bobby.